Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Creative Kindergarten Podcast. My name is Amanda, and I'm an early childhood educator in Ontario, Canada. This is part two in my five-part series about um, kindergarten classroom setup. Um, last week was about to theme or not to theme, and this week is going to all to be about what's on your classroom walls. This is actually uh, originally a YouTube video that I filmed and put on my YouTube channel, but I think that the content is so important that I also wanted it to have its place on the podcast. So we're uploading the audio to my podcast so that in case um, you'd rather listen to me talk about something rather than watch me talk about something, you have a place to do that as well. Um, I want to thank you so much for joining me for episode number 80 of the podcast, which seems completely outrageous that I filmed or recorded 80 of these episodes already. Um, I really want to thank you for joining me and yeah, let me know your thoughts after listening to this episode all about your decor, what you put on your walls, and your thoughts and reflections on it. The first thing I always think of when we're talking about like things that we put up on our walls, I think about for me back to school time in September before the kids come to school, you know, what do we have up on our walls and do we need it? Do we not need it? Um, a lot of times we put up some like decorations, we might put up um, a bulletin board, things like that. And as I said in my last video, I don't think our walls need to be decorated before our students walk into the classroom. Like, let's let them do that. I feel like that can be a co-created, you know, space for the students to work with. If we're thinking of our classroom environment as the third teacher, let's use that space to create an environment where, you know, the children feel welcome. They feel that sense of belonging. You know, they see themselves reflected. We could, um, you know, print, pre-print out posters um, to put up on our walls or buy things, you know, at the um, teacher resource store, whatever it might be, and have things up on the walls and ready to go when the students come in. And that, for me, doesn't quite create that sense of welcoming when I know that I could have the students, you know, do that themselves. I could have students bring in pictures of them and their families and we could create a nice family wall for them to look at. I could take pictures of the students in the classroom and put those up on the walls and those will create much more meaning, a bigger sense of belonging for the students in our, in our room, make them much more connected to that space than anything I could like, you know, buy and put up on the walls. So that's like my first kind of thoughts on the wall space in a kindergarten classroom is just being really cognizant of like what I'm putting up on the walls and whether or not we really need it to be up on the walls or is that something that you know could be co-created with the the students in my room. The other part that I think of when I'm thinking about co-creating some or the walls in the kindergarten space is about like the tools that we have up in the space. I think tools would be the right word. Um, like the alphabet charts, you know, when we have the posters with the letter A and then the picture of the alligator that goes with it. And we put up those on the walls because we think, oh, we, the kids need to know the letter A with the alligator because A says, ah, alligator, we, we got this covered. And then, you know, I've seen it a lot of times it goes above, you know, the whiteboard or the blackboard and it's up high on the walls and the kids can't really see it. And is that now a tool for the students to use in the classroom if, if it's so high that they don't know how to use it? So really rethinking these tools that we have up in our classroom space and whether or not, like if it's something for them to use in their learning, like is it something that's accessible to them? Is it something that they know how to use? All those kinds of things kind of come into play for me. 
when I'm thinking about, you know, those posters and things that we're putting on the wall space. So I'm like, I'm not saying don't put any tools. I think the tools are an invaluable thing for our students to have in the classroom. I think they do need them. Like they do need to know what the letter A looks like because, you know, if I'm doing writing with the kids through play or through writing center or whatever it might be, if they're struggling to remember how to make the letter A, I'll always ask them like, oh, where can you look for help to know how to make the letter A? And they should be able to point to that poster and say like, oh, that's where I know the letter A is because we use that all the time. I'm, my teacher's always pointing to it so I know where that tool is. But if it's like above the whiteboard and like high up into the, like high up on the ceiling, like almost to the ceiling, are they gonna be able to, you know, access that information? So I think that's something that I really am cognizant of now, maybe not so much when I was first starting, but especially now I'm more cognizant of that and like rethinking the spaces that we have in our classroom to have it more accessible for our sight word wall. And this is something that I think I struggle with a bit um, with some other educators that have the students create their own sight word wall and they write, the kids write the word and they put them up at their sight word wall and they, I struggle with that just a little bit and this is just where I am in my um, teaching practice is if a student is writing that sight word, sometimes it's not as legible as it would be if I was printing it and um, putting it up on the sight word wall. And if our goal is if it would be a tool for the kids to use when they are learning, I want it to be a really valuable tool. And so I still print out my sight words and put them up on the sight word wall for my students because I think that if it's going to be a tool, then it needs to be really useful. And if it's in kid writing where the, the letter formations might not be right, or it's really hard to you know, read the sight word, I don't know how valuable that will be for my students. So I do have a sight word wall. And what I do is I have Velcro attached to it. And so the Velcro, it's actually on the back of a 24 bin like uh, shelf. And so the front of the bin is in our building center with all the materials and the back of the bin is like facing the tables. And so the back of the shelf, I mean, is facing the tables. So when students are working, it's right at their level. Like they can see all of those words and it's on Velcro so they can just go and take it and bring it to wherever they are working so that they can have that sight word with them. So really like rethinking those things that we have in our classroom and whether or not they're valuable and how they can be better, you know, adjusted to fit the needs of our students. So that's just one thing I'm always thinking about and cognizant of. So, you know, we kind of have like spaces on our walls, you know, to show the learning that's happening in the classroom, to just like showcase um, charts and um, pictures of students learning and things like that, that can be co-created with the students. And then we have more of like the tools and the things that students need to be successful in the classroom. And those will both be on the wall. And I think we just need to be really, as educators, just we just really need to rethink this practice and really rethink, you know, what is it being used for? Who's the audience? If the students are the audience, is it somewhere where it's accessible to them, where they can see it? And if it's not um, the student as the audience, maybe it's something that I need up on the wall, you know, maybe that can be up higher than, you know, something that the kids need. And if it's something that you're printing and putting up on the walls, like a sight word, or if it's like a poster or something, is that something that could be created with the kids instead of just being printed and then they have no connection to it? How are you sh using those tools throughout the day? Like I said, if I'm uh, teaching about the letter A and we're talking about the letter A, I'm pointing to the poster that the kids can use, you know, when they're doing their own um, learning throughout the day. 
I'm pointing to that poster so that they can make that association that, oh, if I ever need the letter A, that's where it is. I'm talking about the letter A, but this could be about like, you know, shapes. It could be about numbers. It could be um, how to wash your hands, all those like tools that we have throughout our classroom. So I'm always pointing to those tools when I'm talking about them to really make that connection with my students too, so that they know that they can go to that tool for help independently afterwards. So as a, you know, early years educator, I really am always thinking about things like that and what is up on our walls and really taking a look at that space and thinking of it as the third teacher and how is it useful to the kids and how can we make it better? Because I always want to make my classroom space better. So that's what I'm always thinking about. Thank you for so much for listening to the second episode in my five-part series about their kindergarten classroom setup. Let me know what you think. Do you really reflect on the things that go onto your walls? What do you like to have displayed? Let me know. Make sure you go follow me over on my Instagram so that you can um, let me know what your thoughts and opinions on this subject are. I know there's so many different like schools of thought around um like what should or should not be put up on the walls and all that kind of stuff. So I'd love to hear your opinions. I post about my podcast episodes every Thursday over on my Instagram. So make sure you're following me there so that you can join in this conversation. Or if you don't want to put it out like publicly, um, you can definitely just send me a private message. You can also message me on um, Facebook and on my blog. So yeah, head on over there to let me know what you put on your classroom walls and what you feel like is like the most important things to have. So again, thank you so much for joining me for this week's podcast episode. Um, If you're not already subscribed to the podcast, make sure that you do that so you know whenever I put out a new episode. Um, They come out every Tuesday. So thank you so much for joining me and I will talk to you all again next time. (music) Thank <music> you.